up with this list. Some of the whatever face podcast. Oh, but you at least got to get the name right. Is that not it? Whatever face is it? Is it that what it's called? No, that's what they said it was okay, called. Okay, whatever okay. face podcast. I thought you were just oh. missing it. I'm like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Tina Turner face. <laughs> Tina Turner face. Welcome back to the pod. Just Rolling. Hold on. Hold on. I got some. I got some. Reese, don't, 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 don't mute up. Um, welcome to the pod, Sheik Luke, Luke Face. Um, I got Tina Turner face with me already. She's already turned, so just join her fray. Uh, how, you, how are you? How are you two doing? Newcomer, new friend to the show. You know what? He's not a new friend to the show. This is his first friend. This is his first actual appearance. He's been on the pod, but he's been like pseudo on a pod. <laughs> so he's he's been taking like he's been taking parts of conversations, but this is his first time actually appearing. Jeff, give me a, a warm welcome to my friend Maurice. Please, please clap it up, clap it up, Maurice. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? What's going on, everybody? <laughs> Uh, you came up here. You came up here in the middle of us um, acting a fool. Well, Jess acting a fool. Um, <laughs> so I hope this makes you feel right at home. Uh, I'm gonna keep Jess in her silly mood because we're gonna do an icebreaker. All right, cool. I'm, bring, nice. I'm bringing back a fan favorite: two truths and one lie. Oh, I suck at that. Oh man. Oh, I suck at that. Look <laughs> at you. Yeah. <laughs> Now that the recording has started, um, I got. I'm gonna ask you to give me both two truths and one lie. Each of us have to try to figure out which one is the lie. Um, I'll go first to give you guys some time to think on your toes. Um, first off, before we get to this, Mo, you mind if I call you Mo? I'm sure. Of course you don't. I'm good with that. I'm good. I'm good with that. I'm looking at your 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 Zoom pick, and this is fresh out the barber chair. You're making me mad. Like this is like <laughs> lines of crisp edges is like Jalen Rose up here. You're making me mad. Hey man, if you if you gonna show something, mine would be something to show, right? You're making me mad because I I don't remember the last time I took. Uh, well, no, my birthday because I had a fresh cut on my birthday. But other than that, what birthday? This your birthday when you was fucking like a serious match. All right, all right, all right, Monica, you gotta calm down. You gotta calm down. You, oh, boy. you have to calm down. All right? Yeah. I'm sick of you. I've been in the gym three days a week because of your, you look like the dream from that 2002 comedy. Yeah. All right, now. You know what? You know what? Drop your rotation. Wow. You. you want a fade list. You want a fade list. You are on the fade. 2023 tour. Are you the first stop? I need you to drop your location. I'm sick of you. Wow. Straight attack mode, huh? Straight attack mode. Well, yeah. So I, I, I hope again. This is to hope you feel welcomed, but we haven't even started, and you see the shenanigans that's happening. Two troops in a lie. I'll go first. Um, 
I was told my dog was gonna have to get his foot amputated. Um, I once had an afro and I own a pair of $600 Louis Vuitton glasses. What is the lie? Uh, the dog's foot has to get amputated. I hope that's a lie. <laughs> that's right. That's what I'm thinking is the lie. <laughs> that's what you uh, said. Yeah, I'm, said. I'm, I'm going with her. I, I agree. I'm hoping the dog ain't going to lose the foot. You guys are both wrong. I thought it was low hanging fruit than me with the afro. Uh, Yes, I thought that was low hanging fruit. I thought yeah. I thought you would have immediately got that out of here. Um, I, feel, I feel like you had here once upon a time. Yeah, I did. I, did. I didn't I did. know you, but it was an afro. Ways. No, no, three six ways. No, so the truth of the matter is, I took my dog to a vet because his foot had been bleeding. He had a cut on his foot. Uh, this was some time ago. We went to this stupid vet at like eight o'clock. Eight o'clock left at like two a.m. and they told us that he would need a foot amputated. We went for a second opinion. Come to find out, all the dog needed was stitches, and I have yet to go back to the first vet. So stop laughing, Jesse. <laughs> stop laughing. That's a, that's a true story. They, they told me so my extreme. dog would need to have his foot amputated, and the cost of the amputation was five thousand dollars. To which I said, I will drop him off at a fire department and hope for the best because there's no way I'm paying $5,000 for an amputation. So, did so, you report so, that first vet, vet to, to the licensing board? Nah, I'm about to fraud? do so many, I'm about to do so many Yelp reviews about this place. Um, I wish I knew the names of the place, I only know the location, but I'm gonna take a picture of the place and blast them on Facebook. Uh, Next week, after after more day weekend, I'm gonna I'm gonna go by there and take a picture. But yes, you gonna let the doctor enjoy his grilling? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna let him have his uh, glizzy pause. But um, yeah, after more day, it's over. Mm. Nah, nah, don't don't even wait. You gotta get him now. <laughs> you mess right. his whole right. mess the you whole right. holiday up. You kidding me? Five thousand dollars. <laughs> listen, listen. Hold on. Let me get this right. They want to charge you five thousand dollars, right, to cut your dog foot off, and didn't right. even need a cut. And you know didn't what? even listen. need to cut the foot. I ain't no vet or nothing. You know what I mean? But I'm, I'm, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Listen when I tell you something. Yeah. I ain't no vet or nothing. But if it was true, your dog needed to get his foot cut off. I do it for fifty dollars. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I knock a couple of zeros off. You hear me? Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, man! Well, now that I know, next time I will definitely come to you first. But yeah, wow. So who's up? I just I'll let you go next because I, I, this is my oh. first time. So yeah, uh... you had time to think and lie. Uh, Here we go. Everything's a lie. She's taking too long. <laughs> Everything's a lie. Yes. 
Everything's a lie. Um, I um, I don't have any uh, furniture. I love to dance. I um, which one do I want to go with? Yeah, think of a lot. Go ahead. Think of a lot. Go right ahead. Think of a lot. Well, we ain't gonna let you. Hold on. We ain't gonna let you finish. Think of a lot. Because I'm hoping. Listen, I'm hoping you got some furniture. Because I know you're not sitting in your house with some milk crates like you in a park playing. What's it? What's it? What's it? Three car Monty? I know you're not. I know you're not. More money. More money. Oh, ain't no way. My brain is on overdrive right now. So the last one's uh, right. Got it. They got it, got it, got it, got it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Last one's right. We, we wow. got it. We, we got it. Last one's right. Don't worry about it. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of three card Monty, I was on Fordham Road. If those of you are not familiar with New York, that is in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 um, I, I was on Fordham Road the other day, and they definitely had a three-card Monty game going on. And what I like to call uh, where is whatever, where you have the three cups and you're shifting it around. And I was surprised that they were getting people in 2023 Man, to at these tables and sort of kind of see if they – had a chance, and you can see the play. You get the over talking person. Oh no, it's right there! It's right there! How much? Yeah, I bet you twenty dollars. I'm like, oh come on, man! Y'all, y'all, y'all didn't, y'all didn't finesse. Y'all didn't finesse the play to match up to the time. Y'all just gonna keep the same 1990s play? Okay, whatever. But so just getting. And nineties are coming back, aren't they? Only in clothes and music. Mo, you're two choosing a lot. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> All right, cool. All right. Two truths and a lie. All right, let's see. Um I play tennis. Um I owe three I owe I own three motorcycles. And I am a DJ. Tennis. Tennis is the lie. What, what state you live in? You live in the South? No, nah, I'm in Connecticut. Connecticut. Oh no. Mm. Oh, I'm. How this works is you, you have to guess. I'm gonna go with the motorcycles. All My right, guess uh, is tennis, her guess is the motorcycles. What is it? The lie is the motorcycles. I only have one motorcycle. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah, I have one motorcycle. Um, I do play tennis. I've been playing tennis since high school. That's a, that's a lie. And you know <laughs> you a goddamn lie. Nah, you see what happens when you think you know people? Just, I, I, nah, I, know, I know a couple guys that, that play tennis. I know a couple guys that play tennis. Well, salute to Arthur Ashe. Um, <laughs> speaking of salutes, uh, I'm going to start this off by uh, 
giving some rest in pieces, uh, Jim Brown and Tina Turner, rest in peace. Um, I just want to ask the both of you, how come black people can't take nothing serious? Black folks don't take nothing serious. I've seen so many, well, it started with the <laughs> Tina post where everybody was posting rest in peace and it was posted pictures of everybody named <laughs> Tina, just not named Turner. And <clears throat> I saw pictures of the when Ike sees Tina and Je- uh, when she first comes into heaven. Like, Man, you don't take nothing that, serious. That, that took me out. <laughs> that took me out. I just saw that out. like 10 minutes ago. Man. Yeah, you don't take nothing serious. <laughs> Two le- a legend gone, and we up here. And I saw a post on Twitter that said uh, it was the Jerry Springer show saying, rest in peace to a legend, Tina. And I'm like, come on, fam. We don't, why, why can't we just take anything as black people? Why can't we just have any seriousness in life? And we just, we just got to make a joke out of everything. I don't mind it. I appreciate every single person that makes jokes during these times because y'all help keep the 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 light part of this on the internet i mean hey uh, it's 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 just a common thing you know what i mean it's just as messed up it, it may be it's funny because <laughs> we don't take anything serious and um even when we're being serious we tend to turn things into Fine. a joke to be less uncomfortable mm-hmm. you know but like you said, we'll 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 turn some serious stuff into a joke, boy, and be laughing, and un- and underneath all that laugh, we'll be crying, boy, hurting, because everybody got all these Tina jokes, but underneath they they hurt and cry. They crying. That's I, just I'm like what, say, when Whitney passed. What about when Whitney passed? It was a lot of jokes going on then, boy. Whole lot. The Whitney jokes, I feel like came after the fact. I feel like in the moment. Because I remember that moment on Twitter. There, there's been moments on Twitter where it's like, if you catch Twitter in the moment something happens, Twitter's gold. The Whitney oh. dying in the moment, it was like people were in disbelief and people were like legit like, what? But after a couple of weeks, that's when a Jaheem suit came out. That's when- Oh, like, boy. Mm. I forgot about that, boy. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But as soon as you said it, I got the picture in my head. I totally forgot about it, though. (laughs) Imagery, for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, all I'm going to say is thank Joker purple suit and it could come to you (laughs) like that. Oh, uh, man. Were you guys both active on Twitter? Like, well, not, I'm not going to say were. Give me your I was on Twitter when moment. Like when it was, it was, it shook the world, it was trending, but you were either tweeting at the time or you were scrolling through uh, stalking Twitter at the time. Give me the moment where you were on Twitter and you were like, yeah, I was on Twitter for that. No, I don't have any of those moments. You're lying. I'm not lying. <laughs> I just stopped using Twitter con- like consistently in like 
2008. 2008. So since before 2008, there was a moment. Where I'm you lying. Were on it was Twitter. 2009. 2009. I know you're lying. Yeah. I, I, I told you. It was you 2009. Lying. It was 2009. Yeah. But... So from the time you joined to 2009, nothing happened while you were on Twitter and you were like, oh, yeah, this is a moment. Nah. You're lying. Because for me, yes, back then, doing, Twitter was yes, just like I'm a group chat. Just... <laughs> no. You know, I know you're lying. Carmelo no. Anthony played with the Knicks during that time frame. So I know. You know what? Mo, give me a. Might have been Facebook, but not no, no, Twitter. No, no, no. I'm, I'm sick old. Of I'm, I'm sick of you. I'm sick of you. <laughs> Mo, give me a. I was on Twitter when moment. Ah man, you know what's crazy? Yeah, you not you're not gonna believe it, but I have never actually had an account on Twitter. I'm calling cappuccino on both of y'all. Complete <laughs> cappuccino. <clears throat> I have never grande joint. Ne- never signed up. No, I see people, you know, like on Facebook, you know, repost like somebody else tweets and stuff, but. I never actually had an account on Twitter. <laughs> soon as you said, I'm like, oh, man, that's not going to be good. Oh, yeah. Guys, I'm so glad this is a broadcast and nobody's listening. Uh, how about give me your... <laughs> give me your I was on Facebook when. Is that better for you two guys? Facebook? Uh, so long ago. Jess, I'll throw you off the chat right now. You were on Facebook for a lot of stuff. Not I was. Like, I mean, like, like regular Facebook or like in a group, like Facebook groups are those are moments. <laughs> I remember the last time I actually had a moment on my timeline. Everything happens in a group. You're right, but <laughs> give me one of either. Like, <laughs> like of course, the most epic uh, troll when um, homie made a fake account to troll somebody in the group. And they went back and forth arguing with this fake person for like months. <laughs> Yo, you that were around was... for a lot of the BS and the that Facebook groups. That was funny. It was it was so <clears throat> funny because it was like everyone knew it was a fake profile except for the person arguing back. Even though people kept telling him in the comments, "Yo, why are you arguing with this?" this person he's not real (laughs) but for months it kept going (laughs) my favorite part of that was when it escalated to yo meet me outside of blah 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 and the fake address was given and they were like you think i'm just gonna show up with no guns like like (laughs) favorite part of that favorite part of that whole exchange give me your deep it was funny yeah it was <clears throat> if you if you're listening to this, I will say uh, shout out to look out for the cookout. Um, Mo, <laughs> give me your I was on Facebook when story. Hmm. Anytime I was on Facebook, any story, right? Any story, <laughs> just the uh, epic encounter. Oh, man. Oh, uh, let's see, let's see. I was on Facebook and I seen you know someone uh, that we. We post something and um, it might be a video or something to come across. 
And uh, <laughs> I don't know, I, I forgot the dude's name. My, my wife told me his name, but dude was arguing. It, I hope no one takes offense to this. <laughs> it was a homosexual dude in a wheelchair arguing with another homosexual dude. And I believe Charlemagne was like in the middle of this or something like that. And dude in the wheelchair was going off like, yo, what you want to do? I'm like, my man, like you, you can't move nothing but your hands. <laughs> yo, they start like literally start trying trying to fight. And my man in the wheelchair was trying to get busy. I'm like, yo, what is this world coming to? I, yo, funniest video I ever seen. When I say funny, funny. And I'm pretty sure it was some kind of reality show or something. But yo, I, I didn't know what I was watching. I'm like, yo, what is this? That's on my phone that I'm watching. This is nuts. But I couldn't believe it. If you find that video, please send that, uh, send it on through. Cause um, Jess tells on herself, I, her camera's on so you can see her live reaction to everything that we're saying. Don't turn it off now. Don't turn it off now. And she just has a poor <laughs> poker face. So so she's never seen yeah. it. Send that video whenever you can. It, so it sounds like an episode from the game, if I remember. But the guy in the wheelchair was not gay. <laughs> but, the, the game, like you talking about like the, the football show? Yeah. Nah, it wasn't that. I'm telling you. <laughs> yo, it wasn't that. Listen, when, when you see it, you're going to be like, yo, this is wild. Mm. Ah, yeah. I don't yeah, send that on it. Send, send that on it. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, I might post that along with the, the clip of uh, this pod. Um, Mo, I, I know you're a big football guy. I don't know if you're a big basketball guy, but... The reason why I brought Jess up here, Jess, this is where I call an ISO for you. You, ma'am, are going to give us a congratulations to Carmelo Anthony, but I need two different voices. I need wow. your, I need your work congratulation voice, and I need your happy hour off of work congratulation on 19 years of retirement. To Carmelo Anthony, you can pick and choose which one you want to be first. But uh, as you get yourself together, I will say uh, number nine on the scoring list, four gold medals, uh, national champion with Syracuse, um, snubbed out of the rookie of the year. I don't care what any of you fans say, he was snubbed. Uh, three to the dome. Uh, my man who should have the rightful number 15 uh, raised in the rafters and also number seven raised in the rafters. Uh, my main man, Mel, um, Hoodie Mello would go down and then for me as probably, I, I think Adam Silver should have let him wear a hoodie for the last part of his career, but Whatever. So, Jess, I need your congratulations to whatever voice you want to go with first. By all means, the floor is yours. But I do need two congratulatory messages. Uh, whenever you're ready. So, first of all, I'd like to... My daddy's home. Home forever. He had a wonderful time in the NBA. And although 
He might not have gotten a chip. He has the chip in my heart. Because that's just my baby daddy. That's just my baby daddy. That's just my baby daddy. No, no, no. But but Melo, like, do no wrong in my heart, in my eyes, in one of my other group chats. My name is Forever My Mellow. And uh, three to the dome, Hoodie Mellow. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> you're not, no, no, you're already out wow. there. You're already out there. Go, go right ahead. You're already out there. <laughs> it's only two people listening to this right now. Go ahead. You're, you're already out there. No judgment but, here. <laughs> but nah, it's just I've always been a fan since Q's. I got the jerseys. Been following him. Oh, Olympic Mellow was a time following too. Following I just want to clarify. Following the stalking. Following, following. Oh, okay. Stalking. All right. Okay. Stalking is a criminal offense. There are no charges. And what states? And what states? <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, I know you know. That's you threw that out for a reason, but continue. But nah, I'm so happy for him, so proud of him. And you know, now we can continue to grow in this winery business and um support our baby Kyan with his career and his endeavors. No pressure on him to complete whatever you know, me and my baby daddy had what we saw for him. Kyan is on his own journey and we just here to support him. We. Uh, that's, mm-hmm. that's very nice to you. Okay, and your other voice would ha- have that congratulations go which way? Um, you said in like a in like a work voice. Um, work I don't know. Like a work voice. Like I talk right now. You have a work voice. You have a work voice. <laughs> Do not make me call you on the spot on a future um, pod. During the nine to five hours? Um, <laughs> how do I say this? Um, uh, we would like to congratulate and thank Mr. Carmelo Anthony for the skills that he's shown during his time at the NBA, in the NBA, from high school even, through college, through the Olympics, he has demonstrated exemplary talent. Exemplary talent. Yeah, I wasn't going to interrupt Yo, you. Yo, SAT exemplary... words up in here. <laughs> but I don't have a work voice. No, I continue. Go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. Go ahead. Oh, you stopped at exemplary. You stopped at exemplary. Yeah. <laughs> through, his exemplary t- through his exemplary talent, he has achieved many records, many gold medals, many scoring titles that others are trying to achieve. Um, and for that, 
we are so thankful for his time with Denver, his time with New York, his time with Portland. And we support him and his future goals, his future endeavors um, with the Vineyard and uh, 1800 Tequila. And you Love don't you, have a And <laughs> you don't have a word for <laughs> Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh man. But you don't have a work voice. Got it. Still stuck on the SAT word. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you exemplary. <laughs> exemplary. She the, went through that exemplary. What? Okay. Listen, the black delegation said, touch. You hear me? <laughs> man. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh man, I ain't mad at you though. You know what I mean? I ain't mad at you. Mo, did you did, do you have a work voice or are you, you the same person off the clock and on the clock? Um, I, I, I so I work in the operating room, so um, yeah, I, I tend to be the same person, same voice, maybe less words, but same person. <laughs> Uh, I don't, I don't have any SAT words for you. You know what I mean? So uh, <laughs> I, I ain't got nothing for you. <laughs> so um, no, nah, I, I don't think I have a work voice, honestly. And and work knows that. <laughs> they know I don't have a work voice. They know I, they know I don't switch up, and they know um, they know what they pull with other people not to try with me, and I and. I don't know. I, I might have, I guess, the angry black person syndrome, I guess. And I'm okay with that because they try to pull a fast one on you and I ain't, I ain't here for it. So no, I don't, I don't have a work voice. <laughs> Jess, I forgot to, uh, I forgot to um, do one more thing to make Mo feel at home. I'm sorry. I should have did this at the beginning. But um, please don't ever censor yourself. Say whatever it is you gotta say, however you say it. Um, because I feel like you checked yourself three times in that uh angry black man rant you just went on. I feel like you checked yourself, brother. Let it fly however you feel free. If you wanted to say you cuss some niggas out, by all means, <laughs> you you cuss some niggas out. Hey, but listen. Just, when you reached when you reached out to me, I told you I ain't delivering. I, I warned you. I, I, but uh, that's what I'm telling you. I ain't either. Listen, just saying, she ain't even halfway delivered. But yeah, just, don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, Did cool. you hear the stunt, Jess? Jess, I don't know if you heard the stunt because I, I heard the stunt. Um, oh, you and, and he left it real, real smooth. He left it at the he, he finger rolled it. Um, I work in the operating room. You heard that? You heard that stunt? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, I just want to make sure I was the only one. All right. Um, I no, listen, I ain't no stunt. I could be sweeping the floor. You know what I mean? You never know. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. 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 You're right, you're right. But you're not. Um, <laughs> and nobody says that if they work in the operating room. They say I work maintenance in the hospital. Thank you for Jess. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, I deserve that. You know what I mean? I definitely was on you, Miss SAT. So I, I take that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I gotta take that one. <laughs> I gotta take that Please. one on the ten. 
Like he said, he oh. worked in the operating room immediately. I thought, oh, so he's an anesthesiologist. Talk, but, listen. All right, no, no, no. I ain't gonna ask no questions. Yeah, we gonna let him tell the story. Get his, get his, get his little white stunt off. You know, he, 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 it was like he was skating over that. I skating over that. Not his white. A white coat is a white coat. Let's do him. Humble pie, humble pie over here. I, I got me a plate right here. I'm eating my humble pie. I don't want no problem. You know what I mean? Humble pie. Did you did you make that pie yourself? Uh, oh, no, nah, yeah, okay. it, 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 it's store board. I just pull it out when I need to. Store board. Okay. So just you're the perfect person to have up here with Mo. I know you don't watch football, but I'm going to share with you one of the reasons why I had have going to have all of those tenses Mo up here uh, multiple times. I'll give you one glimpse into uh, what I want to do. <clears throat> Mo, do you want me? Do you do you want to share it or should I? Because I don't want to put your business out there. You said you was a DJ. We got one. We said you 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 worked in the operating room. That's two. Uh -huh. would, yeah. would you like to put the other thing out there, or do you want me? Listen, I put you on blast. Listen, you ain't put me on blast. Listen, we ain't gonna do this because Jess, you're from New York, aren't you? Right? Because I hear you talking about money. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So all right, so you don't you, you don't watch football like he said you don't watch football, right? Not anymore. No. She, she's on a fake strike. Until okay. Well, Kaepernick gets a job, but whatever. Okay. I am not. That is not it. That is not it. I am not waiting for Kaepernick to get a job. No. <laughs> but that is when I stop. <laughs> Listen, I, I can't. Betty Shabazz, I ain't in that room with that. I got you. Hear me? I'm here for it. Black Panther, go with it. Anywho, you from New York. Both mm -hmm. of you. So I already know when you did watch football, you had to be a Giants fan, right? Ah, uh, you ain't no I'm Jets fan. I'm going with it. I'm going with it. I'm going you ain't with no it. Jets fan. You a Jets fan? I'm, keep going. Yes, he's stolen. He's stolen. He's stolen. Dead. So let's, let's go with the narrative. The meat and potatoes. Any, anywho, because I'm ready for you. <laughs> I'm ready. Because I knew it was going to come. I'm a Cowboys fan. Yes, I am. Proud, proud Cowboys fan. You hear me? Oh, she quiet. How did you come she, to this unfortunate? <laughs> wow. How did, how did you come to this unfortunate fanhood? Wow. I've been a fan since 93. Oh, that's so unfortunate. Wow. Yeah, I guess you, you would say that. Most, most, so you had to overachieve. Okay, I get it. Okay, <laughs> wow. Well, I, mean, I get it. I hear <laughs> you. Stop. I don't know you. A lot of you midgets fans, you know, you know, got the Napoleon since because you're not giants and midgets, so you got to act like you're big. But I get it. I get it. <laughs> Mo, Mo, I'm gonna ask you uh, while you're uh continuing to dance around this topic, do you have any oh, other man. hobbies like uh? Maybe cooking or something. I don't know. Maybe. Yes, I cook. I'm very, I'm very well versed in cooking. Very. Oh, okay. So, um, are you part Jamaican? Because I just uncovered three jobs that you got, brother. Um, oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> I 
actually, I am, I am half. Yeah, I am. See? 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 <laughs> listen, listen. I mean, you could be master of many trades, right? You know what I mean? You make it, you make it happen. You make it happen. But I guarantee just, you, what, whatever I do, I'm good at. Just, I'm going to put the counter on, uh, counter on the bottom just in case people are not keeping up. Um, we got White Coat. We got wow. DJ. And good at cooking, but doesn't want to call himself a chef. I just want to make sure we're clear. Wow. That's what we're doing, huh? I'm just, trying, I'm, just trying, I'm just trying to make sure I'm keeping you honest here. So, Listen, just, just call me Dr. Chef Mix-A-Lot. How about that? No, oh, and we got number four, good hairline. <laughs> oh no, I, I'm not even. I'm not even addressing the hairline no more. I'm not. It's, it's not. You see it, and you see the powder residue in the picture. I'm not even. I'm not even justifying this picture. No oh man, <laughs> listen. It better Shut. look good for what I pay for it, man. Listen. Ain't no more ten dollar haircuts no more. You, you hear so me? So you do got listen. the same barber as Jalen Rose. Oh man. <laughs> you see, the truth comes out. You see. Hey, listen, listen. Out. When you work in the operating room, you got to do what you do, you know? Oh, but you see the floors, remember? <laughs> why, would, why would you got to keep a, a fresh shape up if you sleep in floors? Hey, the operating room is the operating room. Whether it's the floor, whether it's the ceiling, whether it's at the door. I don't care if I'm security at the operating room. It's the operating room, damn it. You hear me? Oh, man. So, oh, just I have this idea, and this is the first time, okay. and maybe I, I won't... Um, I won't give the full idea on air. I'll, I'll probably tell you offline, but I have an idea where I have um, Mo come up and I'm going to say, switch, pivot to a completely different thing and ask him how come he hasn't started his own brunch catering service because he's got the food covered and he's got the music covered. So, oh man. Well, the- uh, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I, I, I hear you the bunch king. So that's why you want to know, huh? I mean, if you're trying to if you're trying to put me out there, I do enjoy a mimosa or two. Unlimited. <laughs> or, or two or three or four. L- listen, as, what, what's the time frame is? How long I got? Yeah, yeah how long I got? <laughs> oh, is man. it a 90 minute time limit, a two hour time limit? <laughs> Nah, you got to go to the places where they know you and they don't enforce that 90-minute time limit. You got to go to the places where they don't mind you sitting down for a little bit. Oh, man. I'm here for it, man. I, I Listen, I don't, I don't mind a good brunch. Definitely, I'm here for it. Um, but no, seriously, have you thought about doing like your own... Because for real, you got the music covered, you got the food covered. Have you thought about doing like a pop-up brunch thing. I don't know if you uh, cook for a lot of people or just yourself, but it's an idea being that you you are a DJ, you are a chef, and if anybody needs the Heimlich while they're at brunch, you can go like it. I don't understand. This is a threefold business, my brother. Man, I, I don't know if anybody can afford them services. That's a lot of service. You hear me? Brunch be a hundred seventy-five dollars. You hear me? Well, you would listen. You'd be safe and you'd be fat and, and you're going to dance. You hear me? You'd be alright. <laughs> no, but um, I've I've thought I've thought about it. Um, I actually have cooked for um a larger scale of people like um. Not trying to put my plug out there, but I, I do have my own 
cooking business as well. Um, so and I, finally, thank you very much, my brother. Thank you finally for <laughs> getting to thank you. You see how you tried to dance my Oh wow, look at the face. I never said I cook for myself. I said I can I'm I'm good at cooking, you know what I mean? It's the same thing. Tomato, tomato. It's the same thing. Plug your business, brother. That's why you have to hit plug your business. Come on. All right, cool. So I do have my own business. I I do catering, private dinners, uh, meal prepping, and, and then my business is Flavor Saver with a U. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that, that's my own little unique twist on there. Um, not everybody gets that, but maybe some people do. Anywho, yeah, that's my little business that I do. <laughs> and uh, my name in another group chat. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, you go. That's uh -oh. copywritten. That's copywritten. Uh -oh. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure not with the you. <laughs> I was, I was gonna say it ain't that savory. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I did. Um, I actually uh was talking to my wife about that, and I, I was trying to coordinate on how I would, you know, um, go about doing it, making sure, you know that I had enough food and that is fresh enough to serve or, you know, put out, I, I would want it warm. I wouldn't want it to just sit on the burners and dry out and to be trying to DJ and all that kind of stuff. Um, but there's options, you know, that I can cook it and have a couple of people come in to help me out and still DJ and uh, have a good atmosphere. Um, but yeah, that's definitely something in the works because uh, I don't know if my wife told you, I don't want to tell the business, but she enjoys a good brunch too. So I've heard. So I've heard. <laughs> so so um, I've heard. Yeah. But I definitely want to do something, something like that. Or I definitely, I was thinking about doing like a, uh, I don't know what you want to call it. Like, you know, you got people that do the, what's that, the sipping paint, I guess, mm -hmm. whatever they do. Mm -hmm. I want to be over there DJing, getting busy, and y'all can be doing what y'all doing. We can have a whole, you know what I mean, a whole extravaganza. So that's something else that I'm, I'm looking to put together as well. Jess, do you have any questions before I fire off my uh, rapid fire questions for Mo? No, I don't have any. Well, I guess I do have a question. What's your availability looking like in September, October? For which one? <laughs> DJing or cooking? The bowl? Or an event? Um, I have... Hmm. September, I have a gig on the 15th, the 20th, and the 23rd. So book and the business cool. is what he said. Book cool, the business. Cool, cool, cool. But we can make it work, though. We can make it work, though. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. We're going to figure it out. We're going to do some things. We're going to do some things. So my question for you, uh, from the DJ perspective, do you go into any situation or gig with a set, this is what I'm going to do? Or are you basically playing to the event? Like, talk to me about what that looks like for you. Somebody books you. Uh, what questions do you ask when they're booking for the DJ portion? Like, is it, uh, I ain't going to answer the questions for you, but what, what sort of questions do you ask to try to figure out what vibe or what uh, mode you're going to get in? 
that's exactly what I asked instantly, right off the bat. Um, once they figure out, you know, hey, I'm looking for a DJ. Are you available? Yes, I'm available. Um, of course, you know, I love my people, but you know, like, oh, hey, you know, how much do you charge? I'm saying, you know, this is my price. You know what I mean? We're not gonna get in that. Anywho, because <laughs> you know where that could go. Anyway, um, but nah, like, you know, so I asked him, I said, you know, all right, so what's the event? And um, typically like going off, like say, you know, I, I ain't, you know, racist or prejudiced or anything. So if I have a black person um, and they actually, they're, they're hiring me for an event, whatever, whether it's a bridal shower or whether it's a brunch or whether it's a wedding, my first thing is I said, just like you said, what kind of vibe are you going for? Because I need to know. Because, you know, a lot of people don't understand. When you DJ, you, people think you just show up. Nah, sometimes you got to prepare so you're not there you're unprepared. So I just did a baby shower a couple of weeks ago, and they all, all they wanted was gospel. At the baby shower? Baby shower, all gospel. But I'm here for it. I don't care what it is. You want me to come there and, and play nursery rhymes? I'm coming and I'm gonna show up and show out. <clears throat> so I said, right, "Cool." You know what I mean? You want all gospel? I said, "You don't want no '90s, no nothing. Nah, just gospel." Cool. So I showed up and that's what I gave him: gospel. I mix a little bit of the new school with a little bit of old school. <laughs> and you, of course, wherever you go. I will say this is my first time at a baby shower. Someone come up making a request. It was beyond me. I get requests all the time. Usually at a baby shower, everybody sit back, chill, relax, whatever, play games. My my <laughs> lady came up to me and was like, I'm, "I'm loving, I'm loving your set. I want some old gospel." I said, "Oh, like like what?" She went to like she went to the crates, and it was like the slowest. <laughs> The slowest like tempo ever, and you know, the person I was you know uh, DJing for, it was like you know just gospel. I want to kind of keep it upbeat, keep everybody chipper. And sis came up like three times, like oh I didn't hear my song yet. I'm like yo, <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah, like not to get off topic. Yeah, I I, I definitely asked what's the what's the vibe or what's the event. Um, I also asked do they want clean. Or it don't matter, mm-hmm. um, and I just go from there. I don't really, I don't make a preset. I, I don't do that because I feel like some some DJs was like, "Oh, you need to prepare." I prepare the way I prepare. Like I, I'll set up a, a sort of playlist, but I'm I'm not gonna go to that playlist because I might start playing this playlist, and after I play another song, I'm like, "Yo, I'm gonna play this too." But I do know, all right, you want gospel, you want pop, you want clean music, you're like all that. So once I find that out, I just go from there. And I ask them, I'm like, yo, is there anything particular that you really want to hear? And if they say, no, just do what you knew, go, go, go for what you know, it is what it is. That's what I do. So let me ask you, how often do you throw in songs from your own personal, like, oh, nah, this is my joint. So I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna try to sneak this in. Uh, whenever I can, or do you just like, do you leave your favorites out of it and just play what's, uh, I don't want to say what's hot, because that's the easy, that's a cop out. But do you play like 
I guess what's most recent when you go out? Do you? So I'm be honest with you. So <laughs> uh, if I get a call and it's for like a younger, oh, that's I'm sorry, I left that out. I I also ask. So if they ask me and I say, um, so someone say, yo, I want to hire you for my my girl looking for a DJ, blah blah blah. And I know it's probably weird, but I ask, you know, after I ask everything, yo, how old is she? Like, what's the age range? Mm-hmm. So she be like, yo, she 18 or she 24. I'm like. Now I really got to I, I really got to prepare because all that new stuff I got it I just don't listen to it. Gotcha. So I got I got to kind of know what they want to hear whatever blah blah blah. So I do ask that at, at sometimes. So when I get somebody I'm like oh they like maybe twenty eight to thirty five they, they they anywhere over twenty eight and up I'm like no problem no brainer cool easy. So I I do t- <clears throat> I do tend to. Um, Depending on the age range, I can't even say that because whatever age range it is, I'm a I'm I'm a throw in some some jazz that I'm like, yo, we, y'all rocking, and this is something that I may know, and I'm a rock, I'm a throw it in there. We are gonna keep rocking. My thing is, I always want to keep the I want to keep the crowd going, and if I'm playing something that I play, and I'm I always watch crowd control. If they're not vibing with it, I'm switching mm-hmm. to ASAP, and I'm gonna get you going. And yeah, so I throw my little, I throw my, I throw my things in there. Definitely throw my things in there, but it's never going to be, I'm throwing my things in there and it's totally off key. Jess wants to know, um, I see it burning in her forehead. She wants to know uh, what your soca set looks like. <laughs> uh, I, got, <laughs> I got a nice soca set. It's funny. I, I have a, I have a gig actually Saturday, this Saturday. A graduation cookout, and um, I'm be getting busy. I'm gonna start off with the, you know, the gospel for the saints. <laughs> but once the saints leave and the ants is there, we we gonna get it popping. <laughs> the ants. Well, the ants. I wanted to ask you for the for the the gospel baby shower. What was on the menu? Did it was the did they have the um unmerited unmerited meatballs, as your wife would say, on the menu? Was was that you know, like oh, when man. when the when the when the parents ain't married and they got the, those meatballs on the menu. No, nah, I mean, was... I mean they had some meatballs on the menu. It wasn't sweetest because I mean a couple. Oh, of all right. Well, then yeah, they, they good. You know what I mean? They it was all right. They did it right. <laughs> and she was high. She highly saved and sanctified. So yeah. So it 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 was good. Listen, it was it was so saved and sanctified as they were eating. I didn't want to play, you know, because I was playing some Thai tribute, and but people was getting up dancing. So usually, if I do a gig and they have a, a time that they're eating, I try to play something, you know, something still to have you, you know, bop your head, but not out of your seat. So I'm like, yo, do you mind if I play some like some jazz, some jazz covers? And she looked at me. She was like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, listen, it's, it's no, it's no words. It's it's just jazz, mm-hmm. but yeah, <clears throat> it's just a it's just a cover. Like I I love that. I have some called hidden. It's it's a it's a genre called hidden beach recordings. They'll take any song and turn it into jazz, but it's upbeat. So she was like, she was a little hesitant about it, and she let me do it, and you know I end up doing that. But um, it, it that was a save and sanctified, you know, baby shower, and then I left there and had to do a wedding reception, which was <laughs> total opposite. Total opposite, and I and I was and I was in, listen, I was in my glory then. You hear me when I got there? <laughs> yeah, church and the club on the same day. Man, 
And <laughs> listen, you can't lose. You hear me? You can't lose. All right. So for the for the, the old oh yeah, man, but I, I got some soca. I got soca for you. <laughs> to answer that, I got all that. Yeah, that that was her main question for asking if you uh, were free to DJ for September October. She gonna lie and say she listen to everything else, but you really want to see no, her I'm party not. turn up. <laughs> you really want to see her party turn up? I love Soka. I love Soka, and she'll you see like just yeah, the whole Eastern Parkway come out of her when you start that playlist. And um, well, when I play something, she better get up. When I start playing jump, I want to see her jump. Man, I want to see I nobody stand down. The first wedding I went to, and they played that, I was so confused. I thought I was in the big pimping video when uh, they had the flags out. So when I first was at a wedding and they played that, I said, oh, nah. I need to hear this wherever I'm out. And, like, they trying to get the whole party. like, And if the whole party don't jump in the same direction, almost like a, a swag surf. If you ain't do it the same direction, just stop the music and tell everybody to go home. Listen, I've I've ever actually <laughs> I had a gig and I I threw it on because where wherever you go it's a no that's a no fail just like swag surf or or for the nine nine and two thousand it's a no fail so I put it on you know everybody they get ready and then I had a couple stragglers they didn't know what's going on so I backspin and I stopped the music I'm like all right hold up hold up hold up hold up <laughs> y'all looking good but you got a couple. <laughs> People over there ain't looking too good. Help them out. And literally, they got on it. I put it back on, and they was getting busy. Like, <laughs> like they was at Carnival or something, you know what I mean? And I wasn't mad at it. I was happy, you know? Speaking of happy, um, completely switching gears. But uh, how happy did Martha Stewart look on the cover of Sports Illustrated? I know that may seem oh, very boy. weird. Oh, boy. <laughs> She looked like she wanted to say nigga again. That's what she looked like she wanted oh, to say. God. Man. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, but Mark. I want to ask uh, the both of you, I'll answer as well, but give me your celebrity that is up there that you still think is them. The front, how old is up there? I'm talking in the same, like, they're over 65. Over 65? That's still them. Your celebrity that's over 65, that is still them. Still them, bro. Don't worry, I'll go. Don't worry, I'll go. Pam Greer, if they put her on the cover Sports Illustrated tomorrow, I'll go buy the steel book. But who is your celebrity? Man! You a Foxy on him? Um, how old is Angela Bassett? Mm. She's 60 something. Wait. Yeah, hold on. You know we don't fact check up here. Hold on. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I, she, I think she's 60 something, man. Yeah. She, who? That's Angela a good Bassett. one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Alright, 64. She barely misses barely. the cutoff, but I'll let you barely. I'll let you rock. I'll let you rock. I'll let you rock. So so what's Ron Isley or somebody, but I'll take Angela Bassett. 
Listen, you can't tell Ron Isley he's 85, 100 years old. Right. He got, he got him a young girl. He like, listen, I'm here. You know what I mean? Sort of like this Zoom picture when I saw Ron Isley in the, the, the white suit with the, the, the salt and pepper. I said, this nigga done got all the girls now. I don't know. What you doing, Ron? Put the glasses away, put the cane down, and retire. This nigga got everybody. Hey, listen, he done, he went on the verse. They went on the verses with uh, Earth with the Fire, and the next thing you know, this nigga, this nigga got a new song coming out. I said, this nigga, you still making he got a new fan man. <laughs> and I, I guarantee you, he could pull somebody our age better than we can. Oh uh, nah, younger. I'm pretty sure he. The, after that, um, verses, I'm pretty sure he had some uh, 26, 27 year olds in his DMs. Man, that man was smoother than a pair of silk drawers. You hear me? <laughs> I ain't lying. Man, listen. Bro, who's your who's your celebrity over 65? Over 65. Celebrity over 65. Man, you messing me up. You got Foxy upstairs. You got Angela. Woo. Man, I'm about to say Ron because he's a bad man. Ron, Ossie, he's a he's a bad man. I'm gonna pause that Ron for you, brother, because I, I I don't know if you know how the New York rules work, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna pause that. <laughs> Not that bad of a man, damn it! Wait a minute now. Whoa, oh, 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 oh. What they say? Stop the press now. We're not gonna do that now. Oh my god. Oh man. Slow it down. Funny. What, oh. what, what what they say in the freestyle? Slow it down. I just slow it down. I just dissed you. Uh, speaking slow of slowing down. down, I'm gonna breeze you to this next topic, and I'm gonna let you guys go. But <clears throat> recently, Gabriel Union's been making waves for saying that she splits the bills fifty fifty in her household. Oh boy! Did she say and, that, or was it a joint interview? I didn't see the. No, the, no, no, that I was didn't a read the article and watch the video. Okay. So interview where she was saying that she feels like in the space that she's in, she never wants, uh, you know, the whole celebrity, they don't want to go back to a place where they were before. And she said, so in her mindset, no matter what the income levels are, they split the bills 50-50. So okay. I wanted to ask you both what your opinions were on going Dutch on all of the bills. I'm going to let Mo go first and then Jess, please, by all means, uh, chime in afterwards. But Mo, what do you think about 50-50? Um, in their instance, they're two millionaires, so it's a, a crazy extreme to say, well, what if One's the breadwinner and one's not the breadwinner. Mm -hmm. But if everyone's on the same playing field and they are going 50-50, what is your take? Um, <laughs> my take is whatever works for them works for them. Um, what, what, what may work for them may not work for someone else because you have a lot of... I'm not going to just say you have a lot of females. You have a you had a lot you have a lot of individuals that don't believe in that. You have a lot of males that believe, listen. I'm the male. I'm 
pay all the bills. I'm gonna do what I gotta do. And home needs to be taken care of. But you also have some females that are like, nah, don't pay all my bills. I, I'm gonna pay my own way. I'm gonna be your partner. I'm gonna be your equal. We're gonna go half and half. But I, I mean, uh, if that's what, I'm fine with it. If that's what they wanna do, kudos. Kudos. If I was a, if I was a millionaire, um, I don't know how. No, nah, I already know how my wife would feel. I wouldn't want my <laughs> wife because she thinks she's going. She been saying she's going to retire since she was twenty five. Anywho, <laughs> if I can have it, <laughs> if I had D Wade's money or maybe a portion of it or close to it, um, I wouldn't mind my wife being home taking care of the house. You know what I mean? And I pay the bills or whatever. But if that's the case, when I get home, I'm not cooking. I'm not cleaning. I come home, I take the kids, I take the baby, I do what I gotta do, but I'm not, I'm not come, I'm not, I'm not paying all the bills and then come home and still taking care of the house. I'm not doing that. But so your thing is there's a, not a stipulation, but if I'm paying everything, I'm not also going to be making the bacon, then coming home and cooking it, so to speak. Some, 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 what do you say? Something gotta give, you know? Um, I'm, like I said, I'm not saying, you know, we way back in, I say the 40s, 50s, where, you know, you had your American woman that just stayed home and the husband did everything. If that's our agreement, yo, I'm, you stay home, I'm gonna go do this, I'm gonna get this money, and we come home, like, yo, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to come home and do a bunch of crazy stuff. Little stuff here and there, cool, but I shouldn't have to leave work from working to provide for us and then come home and work some more. I should be able to come home and be able to relax some. That's my take on it. I don't know if that answers your question, but that's no, my take. It 100% does. It 100% does. Uh, Jess. Yeah. <laughs> you're, first off, a Yuri can't go on answer. So, um, yes. What what is what is your take? Uh, 50-50 sounds good to me. That's how I prefer to live my life. Um, but I'm also not in a relationship, so but why is that <laughs> why is that your preference? There's nothing wrong with your preference. Why is that your preference to go 50-50? I feel like it avoids resentment from anybody, from either party. It prevents resentment. No one can say, well, I pay the bills, so you're not pulling your weight. Or I paid for dinner last time, so it's your turn to pay for dinner this time. Or I pay the rent, so you need to pay the utilities. There's no tit for tat with it, and there's no built-up resentment behind it. It's like, all right, the bill was both dropping our cards. Um, all the bills, uh, like, uh, like, uh, okay, like, okay, Con Ed was $50. All right, tell, they both millionaires. So tell the accountant to pull 25 from each of our accounts. Like, it, send the bill to the, to the accountant to pull it from the accounts. Like, it, 
I feel like it it's less stressful so, that way. Would you have a joint account where you guys just put bill money like straight down the middle into one account and then use that account to pay? Because essentially that's what you're saying. Totally it sounds comedy. simple. Yeah, it sounds simple, but I don't know. I've never been in that life. So it sounds simple. But I don't know how it is practically. I, I don't know what my married friends do. I'm not, I don't I don't get involved in that. But <laughs> I don't know what they do, but it sounds simple, but it probably isn't that simple, right? Well, I'm going to ask you to play devil's advocate because this is a conversation that we have to uh, antagonize just a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I I have a question and I feel like, um, I guess it's kind of sexist. I guess, which I don't mean to be. So a lot, I feel like a lot of men have this question. It's like, okay, all right. So if we're 50, 50, we're paying every, we're splitting everything down the middle. Does that alter the fact that that man's supposed to be the head of the household and lead his house? Or now you guys are splitting that responsibility and does it also create a problem where there's, it's harder for you to submit to your husband or your your partner as his helpmate. Do you think that's a, do you think that's a, a I guess a, a I don't know a problem or a, what do you what do you think about what I just said about that? Do you think that would become an issue? So, ooh. I don't think it's a fact that the man is the head of the household. I don't think that's a fact, but I think that's like what, it's like, that depends on the household. Mm-hmm. Because I do know like some couples where that's what they they believe in, like, oh, he's the head of the household, so that's, I gotta defer to him. I'm like, okay, cool, that's fine. But I also know some guys where they're like, oh, um, I got to talk to my wife first. I was like, all right, cool. But I don't don't know if that plays a role in submit is like a trigger word for people, but I understand what you're saying. But um, I don't think that plays a role in the submissive part of it in the relationship dynamic because it's like submissive doesn't mean you follow blindly right like it just means I trust you enough to follow your lead so I I don't think it, it that affects that I don't know if I just made sense uh, you make a ton of sense. <clears throat> you make a ton of sense, but I'm gonna um, put a lime in the in, in in the mix right now. You make a ton of sense. I'm asking you specifically, not about what your friends would do or won't do, but you specifically, who prefer a fifty fifty uh, relationship. What does that look like to you in terms of we're fifty fifty? I'm not going to use the 
caveman, oh, well, the man has the last say, whatever have you, but I'm asking you, you're splitting 50-50. What does that look like in terms of just your your submissiveness or will to submit? I think for me, I would prefer 50-50. Like, I personally, I thrive in a collaborative space. So if it's like, oh, you're always paying for this, I'm going to feel lesser than, even if I can afford it, right? I'm still going to feel lesser than. Mm. Um, it's like, even, even at work, it's like, oh, so-and-so is leading a project. It's like, okay, but what can I do to help? It's like, I just don't want to close by in it. Like, I don't, don't want to just like let, let it happen. I want to contribute something, even if it's, oh, let me print it, staple it, organize it, hand it out or whatever. Like, let me contribute something and not just like you did the research, built the presentation, distributed the paperwork, coordinated the meeting. You know, like I want to contribute something. I just don't want to be there per se and just receive that doesn't that doesn't work well for me <laughs> okay so in you uh 50 50 50 collaborative environments where you thrive mm-hmm. where does that leave you for house decisions because if it's collaborative that means what either we're coming together and what we agree upon is what goes or hey in, in, my, in yeah. my head everything is a discussion but I don't know how that is practically because I'm single and I've been single for a long time so man it's not like that a long time had an asterisk on you hear me <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's to me, I feel like it sounds easier than it really is because I haven't had to have these conversations with someone to say like, oh, well, rent is this much, car note is this much, insurance is this much, the, 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 like we all need to split this. Like I haven't had to have those conversations with someone. So to me, it sounds, I know it sounds easier to say we can split it 50-50 than it actually is to say like, oh yeah, just split everything 50-50. Like, it's not that simple. I'm too old now, to think it's that simple. <laughs> now, now, Mo, I'm gonna I know ask better. You, I'm gonna ask you to give her some advice from a guy's perspective who uh, you said you wouldn't mind. Hey, if you, what's the in-between advice that you can give her? She's saying, I, would prefer collaborative 50-50. From the male perspective, what uh, advice would you be able to give her in terms of going about those conversations? Or, I don't know, I'm, I'm trying to start a conversation. So I would say, you know, if, if that's your, all right, if you, if, you, if you happen to date a guy and you, and you get serious with this guy and you guys agree upon like, you know, yo, we just gonna go 50-50 on everything and and that's how I wanna that's how I wanna do it. 
I feel like the first step in doing that is if you're going to go 50-50, you need to have a joint account. You can still have your own separate accounts, but you have to have a joint account. Because a lot of times in marriages, relationships, whatever you want to call it, one of the most things that it fell, they fell from is money. A lot of people don't like to talk about money, but it's one of the most important things because it mm-hmm. drives your household, whatever it may be. And then for the people that don't like to talk about money, when it's time to talk about it, sometimes it's too late. And now you're robbing Peter to pay Paul. And I say that from a personal experience because I was one that didn't like to talk about money because I'm like, yo, I'm good. We good. We're going to make it happen. That's that, blah, blah, blah. And once upon a time, I was with someone and I wasn't the breadwinner, which I don't, I'm good. I don't need to be the breadwinner because the hustle in me or the Jamaican in me, either way, I'm going to make, I'm going to make it work. But they were the type that they would make sure they reminded you and try to hold it over your head. So that traumatized mm-hmm. me. So I never want to talk about money. But that is, if you're gonna, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna be 50-50 and and um if you're gonna be in a relationship or whatever you whatever it may be, and you're gonna be 50-50, I I feel like one of the most important things is is to have that joint account where you guys agree on saying, hey, listen, all right, every paycheck, we just going, we just going to do direct deposit and we're going to have X, Y, and Z going to this account. We don't touch it unless we need it. We can use it for bills. We can use it for rent, whatever it may be. Or you could just use it for, this is our joint account. When we go on a trip, we're going to use that. Whatever you agree it on. But I mm-hmm. feel like to make something that's going to be 50-50, I feel like that's one of the most important things is to have a joint account. And my second thing is coming from a man's point of view, if you're going to be 50, 50 and split everything down the middle, coming from a man, I feel like it's important to still try to keep that. um, How can I say it? Um, that soft, receptive side as a woman. Not saying every woman has to be soft and receptive, but I feel like, you know, if you, even if you want to get, you know, into biblical times or whatever, you know, the woman's supposed to be the helpmate. Not everyone agrees with that, but I'm just saying, just like I, I said earlier, I feel like a lot of women may struggle with, all right, I'm paying half of everything so it creates a tether in the, the roles, which a lot, it's not really roles now, the, I guess the time we're in, but coming from me, I feel like there is a role, like the man's supposed to protect his home, he's supposed to take care of his home. He's supposed to be the head of the house. Even if he's not the breadwinner, he's still supposed to be the head of the household as a man. I feel like sometimes that's a struggle with some women that's in a 50-50 household because they feel like I'm paying half of everything. I ain't got to listen to you or I ain't got to run nothing by you. Like, who are you? Like, you know, and I just, to try to remind you like, yo, you know, like still try to show some compassion, still try to be submissive. Not saying submissive is that you got to listen to everything the men say, but come on, man, just 
try to be submissive. And I feel like, you know, 50-50 kind of makes those roles a little bit harder. So that's my, that's my advice. You just things. mentioned it perfectly uh, when she said, um, me being submissive means I don't have to throttle you blindly. Like, I can still ask questions and yes. still, like, be... Um, so, for, for me, the house where I grew up in, my mother used to always say, um... Well, I'll start here. I never saw my parents physically argue. Not to say that they didn't, but I personally never saw them argue. My mother would always say to us, her her stance was, my father would have the final say as long as he, as long as she knew that he heard her concern. Mm-hmm. If you're telling me, hey, look, the boys can't, spend a night at their girlfriend's house uh okay but what if like if the, if the answer is gonna be no at least let me know that you heard my concern if it, it, it and that's something that i've um that's something that i've took taken even for me is like i'm i'm not gonna be the caveman hey you gotta do what i say this is my way or the highway or you know, blah, blah, blah. That, that's not me um so for, for me, by all means, let's have a discussion. But if you tell me at the end of the discussion, after we've spoken it out, you trust me to make the rational decision, I'm cool. But after the discussion, you still like, but no, I need the final thought. It's like, all right, well, then what are we doing here? Like, look, what's the point? Well, why are we doing this and you hey hey take my pants you might as well you might as well have a pants if we're gonna have a discussion and you still want to be the one that makes the decisions trust me enough to make the decision after I, uh, make the rational decision after our discussion I have that you say <laughs> what you said i said to that you say to that i say i don't know when you, when you were describing that just now it reminded me of um, this recent episode of Bel Air, um, the relationship between uh, Phil and Vivian so good. there, yeah. how they always, I feel like I always see them because it, it always, I don't know, I guess like tick something in my head, like they always have a conversation about the kids before they break off and have their separate conversations with the kids. Like they'll decide, oh, you're going to talk to, Hillary or you're going to talk to Carlton about this but they discuss it with each other first mm-hmm. and I feel like I noticed that throughout the season I don't know for some reason it always like it, it takes something in my head no it, it that's 100% because uh, I, I keep using me as the example my thing is I can be very with my own kids. Well, I said because I'm because I'm dad, and I said and you you, you got to use what I says because uh, I'm your daddy. And my, my wife's more like <laughs> <laughs> my wife's more like, but they need to understand that you heard them. It's mm-hmm. okay that you still have that. Do what I say at the end of it, 
but unlearn what you you know what you think parenting is in terms of you yell they do or you beat they do unlearn all of that and let them know that they have a voice that you do hear them so if it's a daddy i don't want to go to school as opposed to taking a well you going to go because you you in my house and you yeah but what's the conversation like okay so why don't you want to go to school what's the yeah. matter what's your feeling and then if if you're saying oh well i'm really sick and this that and the third then okay let's talk about you staying home but i also just had this conversation today my son woke up this morning daddy i don't want to go to school okay buddy why don't you want to go because my throat hurts i said okay i understand that i said we have some medicine but unfortunately that's not a good enough reason for me to keep you home from school but i can see how in the past that would have been a oh well you go going to school whether you like mm-hmm. it or not and it's like but what at the end of the day what is that teaching okay so i can i can share stuff and no matter what i say this crazy maniac is gonna be like well as long as you do what i say then yeah that doesn't that it, nobody wins in that scenario but if we have a discussion and i can understand where you're coming from and again make the rational decision then hopefully that buys me equity for the next time we have a conversation for you to say, okay, well, you know what? He's not just going to be like, because I said so, but he's going to hear where I'm coming from and be like, okay, well, that makes sense. I can get behind that. I feel like a lot of that is as a man, that's, um, that's like learned behavior. And feel like you have to uphold some, you know, that certain, I guess, that certain stance. Like, yo, what I say goes, I'm the dad, da, 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 da. whether <clears throat> maybe some people have grown up like that. You know, your dad or whoever your, your, your male figure was in your home, like, that's what it was. Like, what I say goes. So you, you tend to portray that in your life, not even knowing that you're doing it. You, you know, you don't, you don't want to say, oh, you know, oh, I don't value what my kids say and what I say goes. And, and, and actually it goes into just you as a person, whether you're at work, whether you're at home with your wife, it, that, tends to, that tends to roll around you everywhere in your life. Like, all right, I'm here, you know, yo, I'm, what I say goes, like I'm the man and that's that, whether you may be a supervisor or a boss, it, it, it tends to come out and be like, yo, what I say goes. And I say that because in my situation, I'm, I won't say I'm the opposite, but I'm not the rah-rah kind of father. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, but I'm also not the type of, I, well, I'm, I'm learning. I've been learning to um i guess be more compassionate instead of just being trying to be feel like i gotta uphold something like yo all right yo you need to do your chores or you need to do this and there was more that i had to learn that came with becoming a father before i even had my actual first biological biological child um i have my now well my son 
I don't say my stepson, but my son, he's 14 going on 15, but I've been in his life since he was, what, seven years old. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, I'm, I need to show you how to be a man. And sometimes that you just get lost in that. So, you know, that's when the nurture of, of mom, like, hey, like, yeah, you're doing a good job, but sometimes you need to, you know, listen to him. And matter of fact, my wife told me this. She says, sometimes there's a deeper issue. And so I feel like sometimes as a mm-hmm. man, whether it's a child or whether it's your relationship, your partner, we don't think there's a deeper issue. We take it for what we, what we see, the surface. Mm-hmm. And so these last, I'll say five, six years, I've been learning like, all right, cool. Like it may be white, but it may be yellow. Like it, it may be something else. At times I get it right. <laughs> At, and it's times that I don't get it right. I'm, I just, I resort to, yo, this is what I see. And that's that. But it, like, you know, it, it, it's a learning experience. So just like you said, like, yo, sometimes, you know, we're going to have this if I'm going, if, if you trust, if you say you trust me to lead our home, our household, our family, cool. That's what we, we agree on. And you say you trust me. We're going to have this conversation. I'm going to validate how you feel. I'm going to listen to how you feel. Even if I feel that like, yo, how you feel doesn't, not going to say it doesn't matter, but even if I don't agree with how you feel, I'm going to listen to you and I'm going to validate what you say. And then once we're done talking, and since you trust me to make these decisions, and so I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I hear you. I understand. Blah, 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 blah. Cool. This is the way we're going to go. And if every time I say that and I make decision the way we're going to go, and then there's, there's resistance, that's, that, 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 that becomes an issue. Cause then it's not really, I feel like that it's not clear roles, which roles doesn't sound really, I guess, a positive way. I'm trying to think of a different way to say it, but if we have that understanding, it's not an understanding anymore because every time I make this, the, the decision, I think that's best for me to lead our family and you fight back. It's like, well, most men are going to be like, well, all right, well, like, like he said, huh, take my pants. Now you lead it. And I'm going to sit back. You know what? I'm 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 enjoying this conversation too much, but Mo, I'm gonna have to have a female present so we can really go forth uh in this this area. But um yeah, that was a good conversation, guys. It was that was a good conversation. Good uh, practice, you know what I mean? She's gonna be a good a good partner soon. So she 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 could take that asterisk. <laughs> Off the single for a long time. <laughs> we, we gonna get nah. it, we gonna get it right. We gonna get it right. No, nah, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna put my own business out there. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so how we do before we end every show? <laughs> ask for a show oh, movie shoot. idea. Every yeah. single yep, time. Yep, yep, yep. Every <laughs> single time. Show What's that or you movie ask for idea. What? A show, a or, show movie idea. or a movie. Not an idea, but something to watch. A show or movie. It could no, be first, or it could be both. Good. So my show idea is um, the Ghetto Hip Hop Chef Show. I don't know how I would do that, but 
I'll be cooking. Yeah, that'll be a real show, but I, I I like that. Keep that. We'll keep that. Keep that offline. Save that. Write that down. But a real show, <laughs> show or movie suggestion, rather. I said idea. Oh, to um, watch. Yeah, to watch. Oh, I got one yeah, of those. Keep that. Ooh, I got a movie for you. I just watched it the other day. So Netflix with Jennifer Lopez called The Mother. The Mother. The Mother. Man. I, I can't believe that this is as good as movie as everybody is saying. Listen, I, I watched so it. Hard I, for me listen, to I watched it twice in two days and knew what was coming and still was. <laughs> I was, listen, everybody was telling me. So I don't, so when everybody's on Facebook and they rave, everybody raves about stuff. Like how everybody was watching, like Power and what's the show with Meech and all that? BMF. BMF. Yeah. I never watched BMF. Never watched Snowfall because I hate watching stuff that everybody talks about. They rave about. It's a popular thing to do. So I didn't do it. I never heard anything about Mother until last week. Somebody I ride bikes was like, yo, it's I watched it. <laughs> yo, it's. It's, it's amazing. And he was like, yo, I watched it twice and I knew what was coming. I'm like, ain't no way. I watched <laughs> it twice and knew what was coming. It's it's crazy. It's it's crazy. So that's 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 mine. Mother. Yeah, don't worry. When you come back up here, we're gonna talk about the idea you have. Um, but keep that in the back burner. Keep building on that. Cause I want <laughs> I'd, I'd watch that. I don't even know the full premise, but I watched that. Just I'm going to go with an old show that I just started watching <laughs> called um, The Good Fight on good old Paramount. The Good Fight? Mm-hmm. About a bunch of lawyers and their lives. First mm. episode starts off with the lawyer. She's retiring, but her close friend um, that she had her retirement account with in his investment, scammed him. He in jail. So wow, she got to go back to work. But the law firm is like, nah, you're already retired. We don't want you back. So yeah. Oh, that's that's, that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, that does. That I'm telling you, that's some furniture moving right there. You hear me? And um. What's his name is in it? Oh, Lou, Lou, Lou. He was um in Crooklyn. He was in the other Spike Lee movie that came out. You talking about the father? The pandemic. Yeah. Oh, uh, um. What's my man's name? He was in uh the movie with DMX too. Yeah, yeah. Let's just keep saying what movies he was in, and not. Exactly but nobody, in my, nobody knows his name. Right? <laughs> <laughs> his name is Lou. It's Listen, only Lou I know is Lou Ross. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. I think I'm going to go back to that. Paramount got a bunch of stuff that I said I was going to get into. I was going through Paramount. Uh, it might I need to get up on the um, I need to get up on the, the CBS soccer program they have up there. Those clips I see with Terry Henry are hilarious. I need to find that show. I want. I'm waiting for the thirty for thirty on American Gladiator, but Paramount got a bunch of shows that I want to look at. I think. Uh, I think I want to take a look into this uh, Sylvester Stallone reality show because I think it's just going to be daughter? funny. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I want to see. It. I want to see if Rocky's slurring his words with his daughter. <laughs> 
But uh, my <laughs> my show is actually on Amazon Prime. It's called From. Oh, that's uh, crazy! Amazing. Yeah, From. I'm behind. I'm uh, behind. I'm behind, but it's amazing. Called From. F R O M. It's called From. F R O N. You got to make sure they're ready for that kind of stuff, though, because I. What I, is I, it? It's gore. It's so gore? I'm gonna just give you. I'm gonna give you the. the plot and you decide if you want to watch it or not but it's called from and essentially these people are inside of a town and they're trapped inside of a town if you come into the town you're now trapped inside the town as well everybody's on lockdown at six o'clock you have to go in your house p.m your doors 6 p.m if you want to live (laughs) at at 6 p.m there are some creatures that come out and they seem like they are only harmful if you let them in your door or window. But when they come in, it's that's so all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> what? But it's called From on Amazon Prime. And yeah, just like you, you've taken my advice, Jess, and burned through shows I have, but this sounds. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. <laughs> Listen, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a back them up. The first episode, I'm like, what is going on? By the end, <laughs> by the end of that episode, I was hooked because you know somebody else was explaining to me like, yo, like, you, you know, six o'clock, you know, if you let them through your house, you know, your window, and just like he said, he said creatures. So you, you thinking, you thinking creatures, but it. It's not what you think when you see it. It's crazy. It's like a gecko, an iguana. Like. I'm not going to spoil it for you. Can't, you you got to watch it. Watch it and then comment. You're going to be hooked. Oh, I, I'm telling you. Both of you in this episode and come <laughs> back to it. Because So, Mo, let me tell you what Jess does. Jess will listen to these episodes. She'll let them build up and listen to them weeks later. And then she'll come back and comment on a post and be like, yo, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so when she so, listens to this or when she watches this show two months from now and she comments, yo, this show is crazy, just know I saw it here first and I'm telling you that that's her MO. That's what, that's what and, she and, does. Hold on. And y'all let that fly, huh? Y'all got to call I, I do her. It all the time. Y'all I have to call time. her on that. <laughs> Pick up like, the phone thanks. and call her on that. Like, yo, stop, you gotta stop. Enough is enough. Knock, knock it off, would you? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I uh, I appreciate both of you going to have this conversation. Let me uh, take all this time from you. Um, get your excuses ready. Memorial Day, Memorial Day weekend coming. You don't need excuses. So keep your excuse tucked because you got a free day anyway. But uh, get your excuses ready. Uh, shout out to Moda Jamaican uh, doctor, uh, <laughs> doctor chef DJ is what he, what he said. Um, just uh, Carmelo Anthony's baby mama apparently. Man, me young HO. Uh, <laughs> until until the next time. Oh, hello. Deuces. Adios, Deuces. <laughs>